Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Baseball Insiders betting edition. It is myself. It is Peter Dewey. This time around, we're going to be talking about an interleague series that starts tonight. It is my Toronto Blue Jays taking on the L.A. Dodgers in a three-game set. We're going to give out our best bets and our breakdowns for all three games. Uh, if you're looking for Rob and Adam, they're going to be going live today at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. So we got uh, Peter and I talking betting now and then 3.30 Eastern, Robert and Adam will be doing a mailbag show, so you'll want to tune into that live, get your questions into them. Uh, it's all its all going to be about trade deadline without approaching uh, in, what, a week? When is yeah. the trade deadline? A week? August 1st, eight days. Eight days. Exciting times. Uh, so, yeah, tune into that at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Peter, how did you do uh, on last week's episode, Braves and Diamondbacks? Yeah, I was one and two last week, a little disappointed by it because the Bryce Elder prop that I had, I thought was going to be an absolute lock. And then he only pitched two and thirds innings because he got rocked and he only walked one guy. I needed him to walk two. So that was tough, but hit on the first five under in game three. Um, and I mean, shout out to the Dimebacks. I know you hit the under in game two, but uh, Ryan Nelson pitched a gem in game two. I did not expect that out of him. So, um, yeah, it wasn't the best week, but it wasn't a terrible week either. Yeah, one and two for myself as well. Um, Dimebacks won that series. How about that? Uh, yeah. One of the craziest games of the season was game one, 16 to 13 final score there in favor of the Dimebacks. And uh, we were talking about how their chance to win a game that series would have been come, would have come in game three. Uh, but it's actually the opposite because, of course, that's the way things go. They won game one and game two games that uh, you felt the Braves had big pitching advantages. And then they lost game three, uh, of course. That's the way things go. Now, before we get into uh, today's show, where we are once again going to be talking about the Blue Jays and the Dodgers, a quick ad read here from our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. You can see the promo code down there in the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. Uh, MLB fans, have you signed up for DraftKings yet? Uh, uh, if you haven't, you, you should. And if you are a new user, you can receive $150 in bonus bets instantly after following just three steps. Number one, create an account. Number two, make a deposit. And then number three, place a wager of $5 or more on any sport. And whether your first wager wins or loses, you will still receive $150 in bonus bets. All you have to do is use the code BASEBALLINSIDER. All one word, BASEBALLINSIDER. When you sign up, the best part is using our code BASEBALLINSIDER. Not only do you get $150 in bonus bets, but it also supports the podcast. So if you're considering signing up for DraftKings, definitely use our code BASEBALLINSIDER to maximize your first bets this offer is available for new customers who are 21 plus and physically present in legal gambling states please remember remember to always gamble responsibly check the episode description for the full terms of the offer and once again maybe with that first bet you go ahead and fade one of our picks because one and two for both <laughs> of us we need a winning week my friend and hopefully we will have that uh here this week uh early week series uh, not a lot of baseball action on tonight as well so i would say this might be the game of the night between the jays and, and the dodgers three games set let's uh quickly recap the two teams though peter start us off dodgers are at home what has been going on with the la dodgers lately yeah they've uh they've really bounced back from i, I don't even want to say it's a bounce back because the the giants and the diamondbacks were just playing some really good baseball but they now have a four game cushion in the nl west so it looks like they're going to run away with that division we'll talk about the odds for the division in a couple minutes it looks like they're going to absolutely run away with that uh according to vegas and they're doing it without a lot of their starting pitching dustin may walker bueller 
Clayton Kershaw all hurt right now, and somehow the Dodgers are still winning baseball games. Kershaw is on the aisle with a shoulder injury. He's probably the most likely one to come back this season. Um, but they've weathered the storm throughout it. Obviously, one of the best teams in baseball. And you look at their offense this year, number three in OPS, number two in home runs, number two in runs scored. So just an elite uh, offensive team. And uh, as Michael dropped in the chat, they need starting pitching. They definitely do. They've pitched a lot of young um, guys between Gavin Stone, Michael Grove, who's starting tonight, um, where they've just been kind of forced into pitching uh, pitching these guys because they don't have any healthy arms. But they've still been able to win baseball games. I think that shows not only how deep their, their farm system is, but just how deep the roster is. Um, so, yeah, they're one of the World Series favorites. I believe they're second in the World Series odds right now, um, despite all of this going on this season. Yeah, so there we go. You know, like you said, Dodgers starting to pull away a little bit in the NL West four-game cushion. Now, when you're looking at the Jays, still six and a half games back, the AL East, the Orioles have uh, leapfrogged the Rays. So the Orioles, who would have thought uh, that the Baltimore Orioles would be leading the strong division at this point of the season? Jays not out of it yet, though, six and a half games back. They still have quite a bit of games left against the Orioles to close out the season. Uh, but they are currently sitting in the third wildcard spot. The AL wildcard race is going to be a fun one down the stretch. Uh, the Blue Jays are currently holding on to the final spot by two games. Uh, Red Sox and Yankees right behind them. Mariners, I think, four and a half games back. So there's some teams that can make a run at that AL wildcard spot. But as of right now, Blue Jays are holding on to that third and final spot. Uh, what I think might be the story of the series for the Blue Jays is we might uh, see the return of Hyun Jin Ryu. Uh, obviously, uh, one of the Blue Jays' best starting pitchers a couple of years ago. Didn't have a great year last year and then was injured. Uh, hadn't played all uh, year this year, uh, but he had a few solid uh, rehab starts. He is uh, He's planning on joining the team now in Los Angeles. They haven't announced if he's going to make an appearance at all. Um, but at the very least, he is back with the team. He is ready to go. So um, I don't know if maybe they're going to switch out a starter for one of these games and throw him out there, or maybe he'll just make uh, an appearance in a relief situation. It hasn't been announced yet, but he is back with the team. And if he uh, can deliver the types of numbers he posted a couple of years ago with the Blue Jays, that's going to give this Blue Jays team a massive, massive um, advantage down the final stretch of the season. Mike Laster, the Jays trade Kikuchi. Well, if Hyunjin Ryu ends up sliding back into this rotation, then they do kind of have a piece in Kikuchi that they that they can get rid of, or Alec Manoa if he doesn't work out. So um, they have some options there uh, with that as well. Jays 11th in OPS over the last 30 days, but mainly, uh, I mean, 11th isn't bad, but they got to be better. And mainly, my gripe with this team is Vlad Guerrero needs to step up. Uh, he hasn't been putting towards uh, really a bad season and he did win the home run derby, which means nothing, but his <laughs> stats are not what they should be. Only has 17 home runs this year, which is down for him. He's barely the home run leader by a single home run. If you look at war, which people argue whether or not that, how important uh, that stat is one, two, three, four, five, six. He's seventh on the blue Jays in war. That's not what you want. You need Vlad. Vlad Guerrero is supposed to be your best player, if not if not number one, number two behind Bo Bichette. Um, and he's having a fine year, but not as good of a year as he should. Uh, so let's get Vlad Guerrero to step up in the final stretch of the season. Let's get Hyunjin Ryu back in the rotation, and the Jays could get hot uh, down the stretch. Obviously a big series now. It is interleague series, so it doesn't really have any, uh, anything to do with um, kind of like tiebreakers or anything like that, but 
this is a this is a tough test for for the Blue Jays. So it's 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 going to be a little bit of a measuring stick here for them. Uh, in terms of odds for these two teams, Dodgers second on the odds list to win the World Series um, at plus four seventy five, behind only the Braves. Jays sixteen to one to win the World Series actually dipped a little bit from where they were at the start of the season. Dodgers, as you mentioned earlier, Pete minus five fifty to win the NL West, uh, which is pretty crazy. Only a four game lead on two teams who are only four games behind, but minus five fifty to win the division. Blue Jays six to one, kind of long odds, but not completely out of it yet. Uh, Dodgers obviously basically locks to make the playoffs at this point minus eight thousand, meaning you would have to place an eight thousand dollar bet on them to make the playoffs just to profit one hundred dollars. Blue Jays minus 215, which as a Blue Jays fan, that is promising. I like those odds, but also the AL wildcard race is going to be a tight one. Uh, they're in it right now, but there are some teams that could certainly catch them. Losing the this past weekend, uh, uh, the series to the Mariners didn't help them. Um, but uh, yeah, Blue Jays are still favored. To make the postseason, Michael asks, is star season fading this year? Bobachet is the best player on the Blue Jays. I'm a Bobachet guy. I don't know if you can see it there. I got my Bobachet jersey on now. Um, I expect big things from him in the final stretch of the season as well. Let's get Bo to step up. Let's get Vlad to step up, and we'll be all right heading into the postseason. All right, let's talk bets. After all that, tonight is game one of the series is Jose Barreos against Michael Grove. 10, 10 p.m. opening pitch Eastern because it is in Los Angeles. We do have odds for game one and game two. Dodgers minus 130 favorites tonight. Blue Jays plus 110 underdogs. Total is all the way up at nine and a half. Peter, tell me that you're back in my underdog Blue Jays tonight. I am. I absolutely love the Jays' dogs tonight. Um, I think this is a this is a spot where you have to really look at the starting pitching matchup. And and I just I'm I, I get how good the Dodgers have been this year. Don't get me wrong. I think they're one of the best teams in baseball. But I still don't know how they can be uh, how the Jays can be this big of underdogs, honestly, against Michael Grove because Michael Grove has been terrible this year. He has a 6.40 ERA, 4.82 FIP. He's in the 14th percentile um, in Major League Baseball and expected ERA this season. And he hasn't given the Dodgers any length. So he has made several appearances this year, some from the bullpen, some starting. He's only had one appearance all season where he's pitched more than five innings. That's a concern because, as we've talked about on this program before, the Dodgers bullpen hasn't been great this year. They have a 4.10 ERA. It's gotten better since it was earlier in the season, but it's still not great. So if you're going to basically guarantee at least four innings of that bullpen, I don't love it. Also, I think Jose Barrios has been one of the most underrated starters in baseball this year. Uh, Since May 6th, he's got a 2.64 ERA. The Jays are 10-4 and in those starts. And in those 14 starts, he's allowed two or fewer earned runs 11 times. So the floor for him, he's been terrific. Um, And so really it just comes down to can this this Jays offense get going? I think they will. They're ninth in Major League Baseball in OPS against righties this year. And like I mentioned with the bullpens, the, J- the Jays have a top 10 in terms of 3.74. So if this comes down to a battle of the bullpens, I like the Blue Jays. I like the Blue Jays in the starting pitching matchup. Um, I just don't see – I know Michael Grove won his last start. He pitched pretty well against Baltimore. I just can't back a guy who's got an over-6 ERA and a nearly 5 fit in a pretty solid body of work this season. He's just too fadeable. 
Yeah, Barreos uh, got off to a rough start to the season, and people just kind of kind of counted him out. But uh, he's been fantastic since that uh, rough start out of the gates. I'm going to go with a total bet on this one. I'm going to go under nine and a half. I think this is an extremely high total. Um, Barreos, as you mentioned, has been very good lately, especially this month. 1.47 ERA in three starts this month. Michael Grove, yes, overall the season has not been good. He has gotten a little bit better this month, at least in the small sample size. 3.6 ERA in three appearances in two starts couple main things uh why i like this bet though number one dodgers ballpin which for the large majority of the season was the one of the worst ballpins in major league baseball and it's probably the reason why they don't have a better record than what they do but they might have fixed that issue because actually over the last 30 days actually lead major league baseball in ballpin era with a ballpin era of 2.1 over the last 30 days so have they fixed it have they just gotten better uh recently I think they have fixed a little bit. They're probably not as bad as they were in the first few months of the season. Uh, they got a few relievers back, I know, which has obviously helped them. Uh, they're probably not as good as they have been over the last 30 days either, though. But I'm not going to count out the Dodgers now because of those ballpin numbers from the first few months. But the other reason, the main, probably the number one reason why I like the under in this one, and it's something to keep an eye on throughout this entire series, is that these are two of the worst teams in Major League Baseball and leaving runners in scoring position. 25th and 30th uh, in Major League Baseball and leaving runners in scoring position per game. Jays are leaving 3.63 runners in scoring position uh, per game. Dodgers, 3.72. So if you're going to bet the over in these games, you might get frustrated because you might see both these teams. It's the number one thing I've noticed when watching actually the Blue Jays offense when I'm watching their games is that they love to leave guys on third and second base. Uh, So if you're going to bet the over... It's these are two frustrating teams to bet on for, uh, in that aspect. So I'm going to go the opposite way um, and I'll take the under nine and a half. I think strong pitching for the Blue Jays, hopefully a fine noting for Michael Grove. Uh, and in terms of, you know, my under bet, hopefully they continue to leave runners in the scoring position for my Blue Jays fandom. Hopefully they can bring a few of those home, but still nine and a half is a pretty high total here. I'll go under with that one. Uh, game two, Tuesday night, it is Chris Bassett against Julio Urias. Uh, Dodgers, favorites again by a little bit of a bigger number this time. Uh, minus 150 in this one. Blue Jays plus 130. Total down half a run. It's at nine instead of nine and a half. Peter, you have a player prop for this one. Yeah, um, still waiting for this number to come out, but I don't like either side in this game. I just Both of these starters have been... Very weird all season. Uh, Bassett, I think, has been slightly better than Urias, but his FIP is over four, so I'm a little concerned about him regressing. But I'm going to take Urias under strikeouts here. I think it's probably going to be set around four and a half, maybe five and a half. I I love the under at either one of those numbers. You look at his last five starts since coming back um, from injury, he went three innings allowed, six earned runs, three innings allowed, five earned runs. Then he comes back with two great starts, six innings, three hits, two earned, six innings, one hit. And then his last start, five innings, eight earned runs. So don't really know which Julio Urias is going to show up. Um, I will say the Jays are not as good against left-handed pitching as they are against righties this year. They're 17th in OPS against lefties. But at the same time, they're sixth in Major League Baseball in strikeouts per game this year. They average just under eight strikeouts per game. And Urias has more than four strikeouts in just two of his starts since May 7th. Um, he missed some time, but still, I think, believe he's had nine starts over that stretch. Only two of them he went over. So I'm, I'm fading him here. I don't, like I said, I just don't know what 
start we're going to get from him. And so when I look at this game, like I don't love backing the Dodgers because we have no idea what Julio Urias we're going to get. Don't love backing the Jays for the exact same reason. If we get the good Julio Urias, they're going to win. The the Dodgers are going to win this game. And it goes the same for the total. He could give up eight runs. He could give up one hit. Like it's just so the, the, it's so back and forth. So I'd rather go on a player prop with him where somewhere he's been consistent strikeouts is kind of where I'm leaning. So I'm going to take the under there. Uh, I'm going to go, unfortunately, with the Dodgers. i got to bet with my brain and not my heart here. I keep waiting for Chris Bassett to blow up a little bit. I don't think he's nearly as good as the numbers that he's posted. Obviously, as a Jays fan, I'm, I hope his numbers improve even further. But um, And I think I have some numbers here to back it up. 392 ERA, but a 455 FIP and a 1.208 whip. Uh, so he's allowing runners to get on base. Um, and hasn't shown up in his ERA too much yet. I think it might, especially taking on one of the better offenses in Major League Baseball in the Dodgers. Um, and also the Blue Jays uh, haven't been great against lefties, as you mentioned, Pete. OPS drops from 752 against righties down to 723 against lefties. And I'm going to bring up the Dodgers bullpen once again. Uh, I know it was a reason we actually were fading the Dodgers for a little while, but I think it, they may have fixed it. They got some guys back. That gives me... Uh, some concern for betting against them for the most part. And like I said, my main reason here, though, is I, I just don't totally trust Chris Bassett. Uh, I think he's going to regress and now taking on one of the better offenses in baseball now seems like a logical time for some of that regression to appear. So I'm going to unfortunately fade my Blue Jays in game two of the series. I'll take the Dodgers minus 150 on Tuesday. We do have odds for that game, so I'll take a minus 150 Tuesday. Wednesday, the final Game of the series, a season, uh, series finale, a little bit earlier in the day, 4.10 p.m. Eastern opening pitch here for this game. No odds for this one, obviously, with it a few games uh, ahead here, but uh, the projected pitching matchup is UC Kikuchi uh, for the Blue Jays, Tony Gonsolin for the Dodgers. I think this could be the game where Hyunjin Ru maybe makes an appearance, whether he swaps out Kikuchi and makes the start or makes an appearance in relief. Um, just kind of my prediction. No odds for this one, but uh, we we can assume the Dodgers are probably going to be favorites. Probably going to be similar odds to what we're seeing uh, in Game Two here. Uh, maybe even slightly bigger favorites uh, with Kikuchi on the mound. So, which way are you going this one, Pete? I think you're looking at the total. Yeah, I'm going to go with the over here. You kind of mentioned uh, the, this pitching matchup: Kikuchi 4.95 FIP this season, Gonsolin 4.73 FIP. Both of them kind of been middling. Kikuchi's had some good starts, though. Like, looking back, he's had some good starts. But one thing I noticed that earlier in the year, I, I believe it was a Brewers series we did with the Dodgers. Um, the Dodgers were struggling against lefties. That is completely flipped. They've moved themselves to seventh in Major League Baseball and OPS against left-handed pitching now. So they're not a team you could just blindly fade against the lefties. Um, and Kikuchi, for some of the numbers he has, his advanced numbers, like, his expected batting average against, he's actually in the 54th percentile. It's pretty solid. But then you look at some of um, his other numbers, and the thing I noticed is he's allowing a lot of hard contact. So he's 14th percentile yes. on average exit velocity against, 20th percentile on barrel percentage against. So he's he's getting away with giving up a lot of hard hit balls, and they've turned a lot into outs. But eventually that's part of the reason why his FIP is almost at five. When you give up that much hard contact, eventually it's going to start finding some holes. Um, so I, this Dodgers offense, like I said, they're extremely good this year, just overall, and they've been solid against left-handed um, pitching. And then the the last thing, the key, I think, Gonsolin's allowed at least four runs in six of his eight starts since the beginning of June. So you kind of have a floor here where he's probably not going to give you much um, in terms of like 
If we see another nine here, maybe we're going to see a nine and a half given how high this total for game one is. I wouldn't be yeah. shocked if it's there. But like if Gonsolin's going to go up four runs and he only pitches five, six innings, like there's still some room for the, the Jays to score here. I just think that's that's too uh, too high of a floor for him in terms of where he's been. So I like the over here. I think both stars are going to get roughed up. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we actually see this total in double digits. Uh, yeah. I would I would project it to be probably 10, maybe even 10 and a half. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of runs there. I don't hate that overplay. I got a bet on my Blue Jays, one of the games this series. So it's going to be this game. I will take the Blue Jays money line. I'm going to assume they're going to be uh, underdogs in this one here. Um, you see Kikuchi. He, he's, he's an interesting pitcher because – and he's also kind of one – a hard one to bet on or against because – He's not consistent. He's not consistently bad or consistently good. He'll give up like four earned runs, one start, and the next start will pitch like six scoreless innings. So mm-hmm. I hope the good version of UC Kikuchi shows up in this one. But my main thing, and Pete, you're kind of hinted at this, um, uh, Tony Gonsolin has been terrible lately. I have a splits in front of me month by month. He made one start in April, um, didn't give up any runs. Um, and May in six starts, a 1.95 ERA, and then June, a 582 ERA and four starts, and then this month, a 575 ERA and four starts. So he has been just absolutely atrocious over his last eight starts. So I'll go ahead and fade him in this spot against my Blue Jays. Now, you did mention that the Dodgers have gotten a little bit better against lefties, or maybe more than just a little bit better against lefties as the season has progressed. But still, if you look at their season-long numbers, 797 OPS against righties down at 775 against lefties. Kikuchi, obviously lefty. So maybe that's an indication the good version of Kikuchi shows up in this one. I certainly hope so. I got to bet on my Jays. I'm not going to wear my Jays jersey on the show (laughs) and then not bet them at least one game. So I'll take them in game three against the Dodgers uh, on Wednesday. Wednesday, late afternoon, 4.10 p.m. Eastern start time for that. So there you go. My three picks for these three games I got. Under nine and a half tonight on Monday night. I have Dodgers money line on Tuesday, minus 150. And then I'll take the Blue Jays money line in game three. Pete, you got the Blue Jays money line tonight. Underdogs with Barreos on the mound. Uh, Tuesday, you're going to take a player prop. Julio Urias under strikeouts. That number is not available yet. Um, But you'll take the under there. And then you'll take the full game over in game three on Wednesday uh any final thoughts uh we got to talk about my blue jays so how about your yankees they've what three won three or four games in a row two games back from the wild card spot any hope for the yankees there's some hope but it all comes down to if judge is going to be able to come back and actually be effective and healthy if he's not going to be healthy i don't think they should rush him back but i actually had a question for you because i was looking at the the division odds today would you consider the Jays at plus 600 to win the AL East? Because I think the AL East is still kind of wide open. I know the O's have played really well, but like Tampa Bay's falling off a cliff. I don't know if the Yankees or Red Sox are good enough to make up all this ground. So like, do you think the Jays over this final stretch, especially if they do something at the deadline, have a chance to win the division? They certainly have a chance. Do I want to bet them at, what, what did I say they are, 6-1? to one? Yeah, 6-1, to one, I believe. Maybe I will. And, and, and yeah, the, I think... The Rays overperformed at the start of the year, and now the the Orioles are overperforming now. So Mm -hmm. the Rays are already regressing to where they probably belong, and I think some regression is going to come for the Orioles as well. And like I said, there are some things working in the Blue Jays' favor, at least that could work in the Blue Jays' favor. If Hyunjin Ryu becomes effective, that's huge. And if Vlad trends in the right direction here, that's going to be huge for them as well. If those two things alone 
uh, happen. This Blue Jays team could could get dangerous down the stretch. They have the offense to do it. And maybe they make a move at the deadline. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, they acquire Shuhei Otani. <laughs> well, the thing I was thinking, I'm thinking about too in that division. Like I don't, I like genuinely, I don't think the Yankees are good enough, even if they make a trade. But like, I don't think. You just look at previous years, like we know Tampa Bay is not going to make like a huge splash probably at the deadline because they don't right. want to pay guys long term, really. So even if they trade for someone, it's going to be a rental. What kind of rental are you really getting that's going to really change the trajectory of the season? And then same thing with Baltimore. I don't not saying they wouldn't make a move, but would you make a move if you're Baltimore? You have all this young talent, all these prospects. They come up and they've played well. So why would you move them? for potentially a rental or move them unless you feel like you have a plethora at some position. Like I just don't think they're at that point where you make a trade to like go all in for this year. I think they're, they're just entering like their chance of contending as a team. Like I think it's going to be the next, like I think they're going to be one of the best teams in the American league for the next several years. If all these guys play as well as they played this year. Um, And so I feel like the Jays, where they are in the standings and also the fact that like it makes sense for them to make a win now move because like their young guys are like already established. Like they're already here kind of what their team is. Like we don't really know the O's like down the line, which guys are going to stick and which guys they're going to feel like they want to move. So it's hard to make that decision right away. So I don't mind a a, a play for the, the Jays to win the division. I think it, it's wide open. Yeah, I agree. And like what, six games back, like they, they, they have plenty of time to catch up. Oh, yeah. And also they have, I think, I think they have two series still left against the Orioles. So uh, if the Orioles are the team to catch, they have the games to do it. But also their issue has been that they've been bad in AL East games all season. Uh, they stink when they play a divisional opponents. So hopefully they can, they have to fix that down the stretch if they yeah. want any hope. Uh, so there you have it. Thank you all so much for watching. If you're watching this on YouTube, give the video a like, subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, rate and review the podcast. Uh, and if you're watching this live, Come back at 3.30 p.m. Eastern because uh, Adam and Robert will be doing a trade deadline mailbag episode. Um, And maybe I will uh, be in the chat there and uh, get their thoughts on Otani to the Blue Jays. It's possible. It's possible. I saw some odds out there, and I think the Jays are like sixth on the odds list to get Otani. Never say never. Never say never. never. Um, All right. Thank you all so much for watching. We'll be back likely next week. Uh, best of luck with your bets. Use or sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook if you haven't already and use promo code Baseball Insider. Go ahead and do that and either fade or tail or picks, whatever you want to do. Good luck with those bets, and we'll talk to you uh, next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.